But first, I want to clue you in to a really interesting event, a little bit outside of the norm of what you see here in Metro Detroit. This Thursday at HopCap in Detroit, learn the secrets of one of the most mysterious objects in space, and that would be black holes. Wayne State astrophysicist Ed Cackett will help you explore the latest research on the creation and physics of these often misunderstood phenomena. Cackett will explain his investigation into black holes and neutron stars during Wayne State's Knowledge on Tap series, which is very handy that it's happening at Hopcat in Detroit. And he'll do it with a sense of humor, as you can hear in this interview with Culture Shift's Amanda LeClaire. So I study some of the most compact objects in the universe, so black holes and neutron stars. So neutron stars are city-sized stars, so about uh, 10 miles across, but they have a mass something like the sun, so they have incredible amount of material in a really small amount of space. They have some of the densest material in the universe in them, which makes them super interesting to study. Why is that interesting? So the material inside is denser than uh, an atomic nucleus, right? So we, by studying neutron stars, we're looking at what happens when you crush things so small that the density is greater than an atom, right? So the equivalent is uh, crushing down the entirety of humanity into the size of a sugar cube, right? So we're really studying what happens to material when you do that. And what have you uh, discovered so far? So the the goal to try and understand this is to to measure the size of these objects. How big are they? And that can actually tell us about uh, what they're made of. Uh, from stu the studies that we've been doing over the last few years, we're starting to understand about the structure of the outside of the neutron star is made of. Seems to be um, confusion around it in the broader public about what a black hole is, what it's doing to the matter around it, and where it even came from, right? So there are different types of black holes. Um, Black holes that are something like uh, a few tens of times the mass of the sun, and we think that they're formed, or we know that they're formed from uh, supernova explosions. So this is the explosions of big stars at the very end of their lifetime. The other flavor of black holes that we know about are supermassive black holes. So these are black holes that are millions to billions of times the mass of the sun, and they seem to sit in the center of every major galaxy in the universe including our own Milky Way. So every galaxy has one of these supermassive black holes. And the really interesting thing is that the galaxy seems to know about that the black hole is there. So the properties of the galaxy correlate with the black hole. And so we try and study them to figure out where do these supermassive black holes come from. We don't really have a good idea of how they form. Uh, but what they do to things around them, they can rip stars up as the stars if the stars get too close. Uh, any gas or dust that's in the center of a galaxy can get sucked in. Where does the energy go? Where, where does this matter go once it's entered the black hole? The black hole grows in mass, and that's where the energy goes. So as the material comes in, it just makes the black hole fatter, right? It's eating too many donuts, and its, it's, it's waistline's growing. So there's a thing around a black hole called the event horizon, and this is the point of no return. So even light cannot escape past the event horizon. So if we were ever able to get something to a black hole, and black holes are too far away for us to send anything there. But if we ever were able to get something there, we would never be able to get a signal past the event horizon. What we can do, and what we are doing as we study black holes, is we look at the light that's emitted from gas just before it passes the event horizon and try and understand what happens just before things fall into black holes. And we're doing that with the, the Dan Zawada Memorial University that we have at Wayne State uh, that's uh, located in New Mexico. The main project that we're doing um, is is this project looking at 
how things fall into black holes. Uh, and what we do is we look at the brightness changing of light over periods of weeks to months uh, as things fall into a black hole, and we try and figure out what's happening. This telescope is perfect for that. It's robotic, which means that we don't need someone there to operate it. So uh, all you need is the internet and a web connection, and we control uh, everything through uh, a web page, uh, and the telescope goes and does everything everything for us. That's convenient. It's just perfect, right? Because <laughs> we don't have to go send people out there all the time. Uh, and we can do things for wherever they are in the world, which is perfect for us here in Detroit. It also means that we can have students use it from here, right? We can use it in classes. Uh, our graduate students are using it and doing research with it, which is uh, really fantastic. Okay, so I have heard that black holes do not have a perceptible color. Why do we call them black holes? Yeah, we call them black holes because light can't escape past the event horizon. So they're not emitting any light themselves, right? So we they create a shadow. Uh, and so we, we see the, the black hole itself as being black, right? The, there's no light coming from the black hole itself. So what we do see is uh, the light coming from gas that's just before it falls into the black hole. And that light actually gets extremely hot and emits lots of, uh, lots of light, x-rays, optical light, and we can, some of the, the centers of some of these galaxies with black holes are extremely bright, and we can actually see the material just before it falls in, but we can't see the black hole itself. Now, you mentioned those telescopes on Earth that are linked to act as one. There's been some, I guess, evidence or some people who think that black holes themselves might be linked. Yeah, so this is an idea where you can have black holes connected via a wormhole, and if space is folded, these two things can connect together. It's theory. And, uh, or, and often used in science fiction. Of course, the problem is that anything that's passing through the black hole would get ripped apart. And so certainly wouldn't be a practical way of traveling around the universe. <laughs> is it difficult sometimes to uh, communicate with, I guess, the public about some of these findings, given how bad the science can be in some of our, our, our movies, or most popular movies especially? Um, so the science can be bad. The science can also be really good. So the, the movie Interstellar uh, had a prominent black hole theorist called Kip Thorne as one of the main people who helped write and, 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 and make sure that the science was right. You know, the great thing about science fiction is that it gets people interested in it, right? Uh, and that's just then a, a, a position where people then are interested and they can go and find more about it. What's your favorite sci-fi movie? I always have loved Fifth Element. When I was a teenager, I watched that movie. It was super, super cool. Classic. Yeah, it's good. Classic for sure. So when I just Googled black holes, right at the top, a couple headlines that I think might not be true okay. or real. Okay, so can I bounce sure. them off you real quick? Okay, second news hit on Google News from the Daily Galaxy. Massive black holes at the Big Bang may harbor alien universes with different laws of physics. That sounds crazy but <laughs> it might not be there are these ideas of a multi that are called a multiverse right that there may be multiple universes uh, that many theorists t take take seriously right so um how they're related to black holes i'm not sure but you know, the idea of multiverses is certainly one that's been out there been around for quite some time mm -hmm. okay this one's from forbes advanced aliens might harness black holes to travel the galaxy and here's how we might detect them Again, I would love to know how the, the alien doesn't get ripped apart as it goes into the black hole. If they've somehow managed to do that, I, I would love to know who's come up with the idea that the alien can survive falling into the black hole.
That was Wayne State astrophysicist Ed Cackett. This Thursday, Thursday night at Hopcat in Detroit, Cackett will discuss his research into black holes, neutron stars, and supernovas. You can take your questions as well. It's part of the university's Knowledge on Tap series, and it begins at 5 p.m., just in time for happy hour. Cackett spoke with Culture Shift's Amanda LeClaire.